Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to the Tableau Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the third episode of... Um, the Tableau podcast. And just before we were starting, Eddie was dropping some knowledge about uh, the number one determinant of what? Of millennials choosing their job. Uh-huh. Of young people choosing their job. Yes. Yeah, it's it's uh, free things, but the, the main thing is free food. Dude, that's not just millennials. Free food is so important. Yeah. Um... I, you know, I told you I used to work at like the campus sandwich coffee place. Right. And one of the biggest things, like one of the biggest perks was that they let you make your own sandwich and take it home after your shift is done because I had a night shift. Um, and what I would do is I would make the fattest sandwich <laughs> like possible, right? It's like three meals in a sandwich, basically. Just make a humongous sandwich, wrap it up, take it to my dorm room, put it in the fridge, and the next morning I would eat that. Okay, that would be like my breakfast, yeah. right? And that's how I, you know, saved up. The free sandwich was like enough for me to work there. Yeah. And you're getting below minimum wage. It was minimum wage at the time, which is way below the minimum wage, whatever I imagine minimum wage to be now. Right. Should we introduce this, the show? Yeah, the Tableau podcast. You can listen to it everywhere, Spotify, iTunes, podcast, uh, YouTube, search the Tableau podcast. You can even see the video. It's on Google podcast. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. It's on Patbang, which is a Korean uh, podcast network, right? What does that stand for? Patbang? Yeah. Podcast? Oh, Patbang, right? Is it Patbang or Patbang? I used to think it's like... Like pot bread, like yeah, yeah, so bread for the soul or so something. Really? No, I actually no, I lied. I thought it was uh like hetban, like you know, like like the rice, microwavable rice. So I'm like pot bang. Why would? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I don't know. Anyways, this is the episode that is gonna be just us rambling about random things. Uh, if there's anything that you guys want to talk about or you guys want to listen to us talking about, um, just let the Tableau podcast know. I don't know if we have an email set up yet, but we will. Um, you can always uh, DM the Instagram account, the Tableau podcast or the Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so go follow that. Um, send us like whatever you want. I mean, there are a lot of ways to be heard, right? I mm-hmm. mean, first off, you want to follow each of the accounts, right? Mm-hmm. You can comment, you can DM, you can tweet, you can mail, physically mail, you can email. I mean, there's a lot you can do. Why would you physically mail though? That's the thing. Like I, I used to love physical mail, but uh, it never comes to you now. You know, there was a, when we were on tour, 
there was a thing where they let you send a postcard. Do you remember there was a green room? Do you mean like a mailbox? Yeah. But in Atlanta, they had a service in the green room where I could write a postcard to my family and put it in there and they it would be sent. Right. Okay. That was like a long time ago now. Right. right. It still has not arrived. The postcard. Oh, you sent it to your... I sent it to uh, my wife and my daughter. Oh, okay. And it never arrived. So either they didn't send it or it, you know, just physical mail is just, you know, it's just not reliable anymore. I'm pretty sure that was like a decoration that you put real mail into <laughs> and hasn't been active in like decades. No, dude, it's, it, it said mail. Oh, okay. It said like post. Oh, okay. And I put it in there. Was it a decoration? Dude, it could have been a decoration. Dude, it could have been a decoration. I think I put mail into a, into like a fake mailbox, possibly. When they tear that building down one day. I, I, I might be imagining this service. Because I was like, this is really cool. They, ha- they let artists <laughs> write back to their like, family because they're on tour. And I made this entire backstory in my mind. Classic. You know, um, how in Fight Club, when it's revealed that it's like him. Yeah, just imagining that, it. That scene where he's passing the drink and he drops it and it breaks. I just see you <laughs> inserting a postcard and just dropping. Yeah, like the box wasn't even there. Right. And CCTV is. Just... It was my Tyler Durden. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible, dude. Good chance. I mean, it. Yeah, there is definitely something like sentimental and cool about that, right? Like, you, say you're just like a rock star, right? You're like the. The Rolling Stones or something. You're like, babe, I'm doing great. Shows are going well. That's what I... Kiss that's my baby for me. Dude, that's the backstory. That's actually pretty much what I wrote on the postcard. <laughs> that's that was I like, know because I read like, it. Babe. Because it was just on the floor. There babe, was no mailbox. I'm on the road. I'm out here working. Kiss my daughter for me. That's what I did. Really? No, I'm kidding. I can't remember what I wrote. <laughs> um... You know, it's, I think it's interesting that you refer to uh, millennials as like young, like young people. Yeah. Because millennials are now, you know, they're like adults. Right. Technically, I think we are millennials. Um, if you if you Google it, I think from cert from a certain year to a certain year, we I, we might be millennials actually. Dude, I I'm for sure millennial. Dude, you aren't. Dude, you are much younger than me. Do you know what the generation is after millennials? Gen X. Gen Z. Gen Z. Gen X was above us, above me. Like that was like the nineties. Okay, millennials is nineteen eighty one to. Oh damn! I'm not a millennial. (laughs) You know, I missed it by one year. (laughs) You know, I have to say when you just cast that wide net and said, "Hey, I'm a millennial too," I go, "Oh." Okay. Are you now? Everyone in here except me is a millennial. Okay, I I missed it by a year. That's not bad, dude. But so what am I? I, I I'm not Gen X. I must be Gen N, right? No, Gen- Generation X is 1961 to 1980. Stop! <laughs> Stop! Oh, did you hear me though? I was like, no, no. Gen X is like above me, dude. Gen X is like in the 90s. That was like way before me, yeah. and I just turned out to be Gen X. Oh, god. By a year. This is a classic case of, you know, you giving a joke, but the, actually the joke is on you. On me, yeah. You know, the uh, generation after Gen Z, which is after millennials, under yeah. millennials, right. is uh, Generation Alpha. 
I actually Googled it because um, I, I was trying to figure out what generation my daughter is. Mm -hmm. And she's generation alpha, which is like, kind of means like you're starting over. But are we though? You know, maybe they're the new, like, you know, they're going to be the beginning of a new breed of, you know. Well, they're the I generation also. That's what it means. What is it? Is it like, because I am important? Like iPhones, like Apple, like they grew up completely in the 21st century. Oh, uh -huh. right. So they like grew up with like this. Right. That is true. Yeah, that is true. It's like, yeah. You don't remember analog. I explained, because uh, Haru was born, um, I think almost like a year after, like right after iPhones and iPads came out. Mm -hmm. I think, mm -hmm. yeah, because I had my first iPad when she was like born. And um, I had to explain to her that these things didn't exist before her time. You know? Right. And um, she gets it. But like before, like when I was watching TV and stuff, she would try to like, you know, like swipe to different channels. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. They would go to the screen and just like start swiping the screen. And I'm like, how do that's not that's not like that's not an iPad. And she's like, she's like, oh. And I'm like, they should just make that happen, <laughs> right? I'm like, what? It, uh, this kid is uh, thinking it's obviously for that. Right. Why don't they just make um, TV like touchscreen? I don't get it. Don't worry about it. It's, uh, it's in the works. Right okay, now. I, won't, I won't worry about it. It's in, it's in the works. <laughs> you talking to your boy, Tim Cook? Yeah. He's cooking it up? Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, so it's Generation Alpha. And, I, you know, the word alpha, I, it makes me feel like that's going to be the beginning of like a whole new type of human. Almost. Yeah. I don't know what I, I honestly don't have much to say about that, except you didn't know that today's episode was going to go this deep, did you? <clears throat> did you? Yeah, it's just taking me a moment to process. Like I'm still I'm still hooked on. How to trying to swipe away at a TV screen. This was when she was like, like two or three. Right. You know, she would like go up to the TV screen and just try to swipe. I have, I have something to add to that actually. So my, uh, my nephew, so I guess it's my cousin's son. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, now that I'm, now that I'm getting married and I have to think about these oh, things. Oh, congratulations. Oh, thank you. September, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh, by the way, this can't, can't disclose the location, you know, you know, for obvious reasons. I realize I've been talking to you, with you here, without telling the audience that who you are. This is Eddie Nam. He's the uh, CEO of the management company that manages Epikai's international affairs. He also manages Eric Nam, and does many, many amazing things in Hollywood. He's He's in Seoul right now from LA. Uh, just in case they didn't hear yeah. the episodes before. Yeah. He, he's here for moral support for the launch of this podcast. Right. In case there's just some psychopath that decides to go to episode three instead of one. Uh, I do that a lot. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I do that a lot. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I, I try to go with like episode three because that's, you know, like if I'm starting a new podcast, right. like listening to it. I go to like episode two or three because, you know, I assume that the first one, they were trying to get used to it. Right. And then if it's good, I retroactively listen to all of them. Right. Yeah. So. So can I get back to my story real so, quick? So um, like fuck the... you for calling me a psychopath. 
Okay. So, For all us psychopaths out there. Okay. Well, get back to your yeah, story. Yeah. Let me get okay. back to my story. Uh, so, you know, talking about these, this next generation alpha or genera- generation I, you know. What did you want to say? Yeah. Let me, let me bring this wait, back. Wait, do you have to say it? Like in such a condescending way, though, because you, you were like, did you did you notice that he was like, are you sure you're a millennial? Because you're like, um, so this generation alpha or generation I, it's like super condescending. No, no, I didn't mean it like that. Okay, okay, yeah. So what I realized is that information is at just the fingertips, right? Yeah. Um, especially growing up, it's like if I wanted to know something, I gotta ask my parents. I've got to get it word of mouth of my friends on the playground, whatever. I just got to source information. It's interesting that you didn't mention um, books. Encyclopedias. I oh, know I was like, going to go there. Botanica. Okay. Encyclopedias. Right. But I'm not, I don't like libraries, you know? So for me, it was that. all word of mouth. So nothing mm-hmm. was factual for me. Actually, I just grew up on just stories. So it's possible that you, you, all the information in your head, like they're lies. Well, that's why I talk with people like you and I meet people and I Wikipedia things. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm like, oh, I thought it was like this, but it's not like this. I did notice that about right. you. Right. Like that some some of the stuff that you have are like in your head as facts, as like truths are actually like, you know, alternative facts. They're, they, he has a lot of things that he takes for truth. With, which are like okay, give me an example. Um, you know, y- y- your quotes are a little weird. First of all, like, that's fine. Like he, he, you know, the episode two, like you know, like <laughs> he takes really basic quotes and has different versions of it. Uh, also, I, I'm pretty certain that um, you you don't know much history. <laughs> You know, that's actually, uh, that's horribly <laughs> ironic because I actually know a lot of history. Oh, you do? Because I'm always, I'm not much of like a math guy, right? Not much of a physics dude. Mm-hmm. But like history is just information that you memorize. So for me, that was actually easy for me. Like memorization, geography, historical facts. Ask me something. Ask me something historical. I'll probably know the date okay. and what it's about. When did, when was uh, V-Day? That's... That's very specific. <laughs> very specific. V Day, Valentine's Day, February fourteenth. February fourteenth, baby. Boom, boom. Happy Valentine's Day, baby. Okay. Anyways, so I want to go. What were you trying I to say? Go, I, what I'm trying to say uh-huh. about Generation I, the thing that worries me a little bit, but I'm sure we'll just roll with the punches. And you're going through this right now. Is that your kid is very smart. They're not asking like dumb questions like, hey, you know, like for me, I remember asking my parents like, hey, how are those traffic lights turning red, green, yellow? Mm-hmm. And what did mom, they answer? My mom was like, she, she told it to me in Korean. At the time, I wasn't fluent in Korean. So I just had no idea what she said. <laughs> but like, so I literally thought for a while until maybe I was like six mm-hmm. that they're like little ants operating the traffic lights. That's that's a cute I thing. Made it to up think. in my head, right? But like you, so you thought this until like recently, like <laughs> yesterday. I guarantee he thought this until recently. He's like, "What? They weren't ants." But I'm just like, as a kid, I can think like that. It's harmless. But now it's like, instead of asking my parents, I can just Wikipedia it. Right? Yeah, like what? What are these lights? How do they work? Right. Yeah. Exactly. But you know, kids still ask questions. 
Like, I mean, what, like what is Haru asking you that she couldn't find out online? I mean, she, she I think she asks to ask, you know, to, to be in a conversation be with me. Sure. Because she clearly knows this, right? Because like, yo, we watched um, Avengers Infinity War. I swear to God, I watched this movie with her because she loves it. Mm -hmm. So I watched this movie with her at least, at least five times. Okay. So she knows what's going on. But she will, I, I am not kidding you. Like every single time we watch it, she'll be like, is that Thanos? Daddy, is that Thanos? <laughs> and I'm like. That's super cute. And this is like the fourth, like third, fourth time we've seen it. And I'm like, and it, that happens immediately, right? Thanos appears like literally immediately. <laughs> right. And as soon as he appears, she's like, he's, he's got like the, his back to, to the camera. And she's like, is that Thanos? Daddy, is that Thanos? And I'm like, first when she asked me, I was like, yes, that's Thanos. Second time she asked me, I was like, yeah, that's, that's Thanos. Third time she asked me, I was like, she's like, daddy, daddy, is that Thanos? And I whispered to her, I was like, you know that that's Thanos. You know this. Fourth time she asked me, I was like, Haru, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> why? Why are you asking me? You know, why, why are you doing it to me? Um, but I, she knows, but she, I think she just wants to ask to be in the conversation. So I don't think you have to worry yeah, you're right. that kids will stop asking questions because they, that's, that's just what they do. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, so anybody that's Generation I or Generation Alpha that is listening to this podcast, um, we're not worried about you guys. We think you'll be fine. Eddie, Eddie was worried for a second there. Kids will want attention no matter what. Yes. And I, uh, I have yes. a very specific story about that. Again, there is this girl. Dude, this is slowly turning into the Eddie podcast. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to be like a star or something? There's one, there's just one story that comes to mind. It was in third grade. Miss Clark, shout out my teacher from third grade. She was super nice to me, very kind. Dude, I haven't even mentioned my third grade teacher yet. But I have to, I have to, okay, it's so going to bother me the entire so, episode if I don't get this out. So what about Miss Clark? No, she's just a teacher. I'm just setting up the story so far. So this is the oh my setting. Gosh, she's not even important. Classroom. But she's, you know, when teachers are like, okay, people, what is like six times eight? And then everyone goes like, right? Mm -hmm. They raise their hands and they're like this. There's one girl in particular. I know her name and I don't know if she's listening. I don't know if she got into the K-pop wave. Like, I don't know if she's a huge Epic High fan, so I will not name Yo, wait, her name. I'm really sorry to bother you. I, I mean, I'm sorry to stop you. Yeah. But it's, it's bothering me. What is six times eight? Is it? It's 48. It's 48, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, it's 48. It's 48, right? Yeah. And I, I wasn't listening to a thing you were saying. Because I was like, what's six times eight? It's 48, But right? you know what? The other million listeners on this Tableau podcast, they're following right now. That is true. So they're just, they're at the edge of their seats saying, where is this going? Okay, so where is it going? And let me feed these baby birds, all right? So Don't refer to my listeners <laughs> as baby birds. Okay. <laughs> all right, let me get to it. Okay, feed them the warm of knowledge. Okay. Go. Not much of a warm of knowledge, but there is one girl who I said, you know, as a disclaimer, I'm not going to say her name because she may be an Epic High fan. She may be listening to this podcast, but you know who you are if you are listening, right? She would always raise her hand and she would say, ooh, 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 ooh. And then she would go like this. And then 
Because Clark would be like, yeah, like, whatever. Uh, yeah, well, well, wait, she'd be like, what? What, what do you, what do you want to ask? And then she would say, oh, I forgot. And then she would look around the room and just like give this smirk. She and, would do this all the time? Dude, all the time. And I'll never forget it because it was- Wait, like, what grade were you guys this in? This third grade. This is, that is, I am, I don't even know this person. Right. It didn't happen in a time I was a part of, but I am super annoyed right, right now. Right, no, exactly. So again, I'm like nine years old, right? I'm like, first off, very good at math at that time. Multiplication was my, that was my shit, right? But this girl- Four times like, nine. 36. So she was like, he is good. She was always doing this. And it was, you remember like when you're kids and like teachers are telling their stories and they're like this. Yeah. And then they really want to show how much they want to be answered. So they hold their arm up like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was like that. So she'd be like, uh, like, like you're getting an extra centimeter by doing that. Yeah. Like just be like, oh, yeah. please, please, please. And like inevitably it'd be a very tough question that no one knew the answer to. And definitely not her girl. Z, yeah. right, knew this answer, uh -huh. but it was like, you can't ignore it. Okay. You just have to call her and be like, what do you want? What is it? And she's like, <laughs> I forget. Oh my God. So, you know that disclaimer? I can imagine <laughs> that this person is somewhere like, like some at some company right now, like she's like in a board meeting and, and this is still happening. <laughs> or she's in jail. Like the CEO's like, what do you guys think? And she has her arm up. <laughs> And the CEO was like, what is it? I forgot. <laughs> and everyone's like, I'm going to quit today. Today is the day I end my life. Exactly. Yeah. But you get what I'm saying? So yeah. I just thought about attention. I mm -hmm. thought about wanting to be heard. Maybe like her parents weren't paying attention to her. And that could be a very sad thing at home, definitely. So you got to love your kids. You got to give them the attention. So what I'm trying to say is there's okay, a- dude, I didn't know we were going to go there. There's um, a lesson at hand, right? And okay. the lesson is I'm no sorry. matter how many times Haru asks you, you know, is that Thanos daddy? You should say it with a smile and say, <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, you, so you're trying to teach me a lesson. I'm always trying to teach dude, you I was smiling. Okay. I was totally smiling when I whispered to her, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> daughter, daughter, why are you doing this? We can move on. I just need to get that off my chest. It was really on my mind. I mean, okay, that's a that's a good point. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I don't know if we had to hear like that whole story to get to that point, but you know, sometimes you have to take a detour. Sometimes to get to the truth, right? You have to get through a huge mud-filled area of, you know, just crap you gotta set the table yeah right i'm not gonna tell a story without actually food on the table without plates i'm not that just gonna true. give you a sandwich you know without any turkey in it that's true that's true somehow this all like comes back around because we started this conversation about like you know how free food is something that people want these days as a perk like that's like a deciding factor in whether or not they apply for that job and I, I talked about sandwiches yeah. and you brought it all the way back to sandwiches. Again. Isn't that what this show is? It's about that is, that bringing is. it back. You're listening to the Tableau podcast. Uh, follow it right now on all socials. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So if, you, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see we have four cups of coffee for two people, right? And these are big cups. And the problem with this place that we're in... Um, Right now, we don't have any artwork on the back, and I deliberately chose the shittiest room yeah. in the entire building. So 
you can't tell that this is a really nice place, but this uh, dive studios is it's two floors of beautiful space. Okay, like if if we walk out of this room right now, it's it's like it's Pinterest all over the place. Yeah, it's basically a physical Pinterest page. Okay, that's how beautiful it is. And they have free coffee here. And it just makes you keep drinking coffee. Right. Right. You, you, I, how many cups of coffee have you had? I, I literally can't feel my face. This, they, these aren't the only cups. I've already had like three cups before I came in here. And we just had, we're just having our fifth one. And it, it has this thing like always half full on the cup, which, which is something I really don't like. You don't believe in that at all. Um, I just don't like, you know, these like empty like shells of motivational like wisdom. I, it just doesn't work for me. It, like it doesn't work to me. Like it, it means nothing to me. Always half full. Like am I supposed to look at this and be like, my day is going to be great today? Some people do think really? Like that. Really? Yeah. Okay. That, I'm, I'm glad you asked that question because I love it. You do? Yeah. I'm a very simple man. I'm like, oh. Okay. Ew. So you like all those, like, you know, all those posts on Instagram, like those motivational posts. You like that? Yeah, I do. No, no just tell me the truth. It's no, okay. No, I do. I mean. I'm like, not knocking that whole thing. I'm, I'm not knocking people who, who like it. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. just saying it doesn't work for me. Listen, I don't follow those pages, but occasionally if I come across one that's talking about the size of the dog in the fight. Yeah. I'm going to throw it a like. I'll throw it a little. I'll throw it a heart. Dude, don't just. Uh, like you have to be very careful when you throw likes or follows because the algorithm determines that that's what you're into right and starts pumping it to you right and that same this thing happened to me like I, there was an inspirational quote okay i have no idea what else they have on that account but there was an inspirational quote that i that i loved so i guess i liked it at some point and then instagram just like starts pumping it to you well what and, was the quote I can't remember even. I you think re it, you it, remember. No, I think it was like a, I think I was like kind of like depressed or something. And it was like a quote that like, you know, just felt good. So I, I, I like saved it. And what happens is that they start pumping all this like right. entrepreneur, like yeah. motivation, bro, like information, like, you know, like feel good. Like you can, you got to crush it kind of uh, posts. And it's dude. It's some of these posts are crazy. Um, uh, you know, you can see on Instagram your ad preferences that the algorithm made a list. Interesting. Of like keywords that they associate with your account to show you. You see, like I feel, Tabo, you've you've liked things that may have taken you down a slippery slope of things that you're not interested in at all. But for me, I intentionally like golden retriever and puppy videos, so my entire feed is just dogs, and I love it. Dude, for some reason, I don't know why, that's an accurate description of you though, right? I am not one of those like entrepreneur, like crush it kind of dudes. Yeah. But for some reason, Instagram has the idea of me that Instagram has, okay, is this guy who's like trying to make a billion dollars 
and like crush it. But are you not a guy trying Dude, to make a billion dollars? Look at some of these posts. I saved some of these posts because I thought it was so funny that Instagram had determined that this is what I'm interested in. Yo, send that to look, me. Later. Look at this. Tips from billionaires. Okay? Yeah. You see this image? Okay. Tips from billionaires. Jack Ma. Get used to rejection. Okay? Okay. This is the best part though. Not only does it say, you know who Jack Ma is? Oh, he made uh, Alibaba, right? Am I right? Yeah, I think okay. so. So his, his wisdom is get used to rejection. And then right under get used to rejection, net worth 37 billion USD. Okay? As if getting used to rejection is going to lead to a net worth of 37 billion USD. And right after that is, look at this, Jeff Bezos, start small and build. And right under it, net worth, 154.4 billion USD. What I'm trying to say right. is these motivation posts, I mean, when they have good intentions, great. Yeah. But it's a very dangerous correlation. Oh, I agree. You know what I mean? It's like, if you, if, if these are, I mean, just use them to like pump you up when you need it. But if, if you start like, if this is what, all you're looking at, because honestly, start starting small and building something does not lead to a net worth of $154.4 billion. Yeah. Right. They, they made something and th that did well. Right. That's, that's the fact. It's not that, you know, they got used to rejection and you know, I, I'm, some of these posts are crazy. I agree. I, th I think that's the. I think that's a, a much deeper issue, right? I mean, mm -hmm. on Instagram, you got people that are just like, "Yo, dude, like I'm a billionaire, but I didn't graduate from college." So then you got this kid who's like in high school who's like, "Yo, dude, like, yo, like Mark Zuckerberg, he dropped out of Harvard, bro." Like, so if I drop out, I won't be a billionaire. Yeah, that's a problem, <laughs> dude. That's like the danger of statistics, you know, like. Right. You know, those, you get a statistic like 50% um, of geniuses uh, smoke cigarettes, right? If there was a statistic like that, right? I mean, that doesn't mean anything, yeah. but, you know, that can be used to make you think that if to become like a genius, you got to do these things. Well, that's why it's never called cause and effect correlation. Yeah, and correlation is really, really, you know, it's dangerous. Um, like, look at this. Yeah, I literally saved these because this is, it was hilarious to yeah. me. Okay, so they have a picture. This is a post with a picture of an iPhone, McDonald's fries, a Starbucks coffee, and Nike shoes. Can you screen record? Uh, well, I don't want people blasting this account. Okay. So right. I'm trying to like, you know, because I'm sure some of these people have like good intentions, right? right? A very few of them. Right. Uh, so they have a picture of an iPhone, McDonald's fries, Starbucks cup of coffee, and a Nike shoe. And it says, this is the gem that they're dropping. Dude, I'm ready for it. Stop buying these. Okay, wait for it. Stop buying these. And then now, right under those items, he has a picture of the Apple stock, you know, thing, Apple logo and the Apple stock name. <laughs> 
and the McDonald's logo and the Starbucks logo and Nike logo. And he's like, and start buying these. Right? So he's saying, stop spending your money on these things you don't really need, like an iPhone, like McDonald's fries, like, like a cup of Starbucks coffee, like Nike shoes, and start buying stock in those companies and crush it, right? But if people stop buying iPhones and fries <laughs> and cups of Starbucks coffee and Nike, those stocks would plummet. That's right. So I'm like looking at this post and I'm like, wait, <laughs> you want these people to buy stocks in a company where at the same time you want them to stop buying these products? Genius. Incredible. I saved this. Can't make that up. Dude, isn't that amazing? I thought it was great. No, I, I love it. Last one I have. Here we go. Yeah, this one's this one's awesome. You're gonna love These this are the one. Best. This post is titled Mark Wahlberg Daily Schedule. Okay? This is a motivational post. Mark Wahlberg Daily Schedule. Listen to this daily schedule, okay? Mark Wahlberg, the actor, and his daily schedule. 7.30 p.m., bedtime. Oof. Weird flex, bro. 7.30 p.m., bedtime. Um, mind you, he didn't post this. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I don't know who knows his daily schedule so well, but they posted it. 7.30 p.m., bedtime. 2.30 a.m. 2.30 a.m. Wake up. 2.30 a.m. 2.45 a.m. Prayer time. 3.15 a.m. Breakfast. 3.40 a.m. Workout. 5.30 a.m. Post-workout meal. 6 a.m. Shower. 7.30 a.m. Golf. Whoa, that was, that was a bit of a curveball in there. 8 a.m. Snack. 9.30 a.m. Cryo-recovery. 10.30 a.m. Snack. 11 a.m. Family time slash snack. <laughs> Wait, what time is it? 11 a.m. Family time slash snack. Okay. Mind you, he just snacked 30 minutes before this. 1 p.m. Lunch. 3 p.m. Guess what it is? Snack. snack. Oh, snack? Snack. That's another snack attack. 4 p.m. Workout number two. That's what it says. Look, workout number two. I don't, I don't want to look at it. 5 p.m. Shower. 5.30 p.m. Dinner. Okay? And this post is supposed to motivate you to do better in life, to work harder, to stop wasting your time watching movies, collecting things, listening to K-pop. <laughs> right? <laughs> This, that's what this post is supposed to do. Right. How does this even make sense? Because if this schedule is for real, when does he work? <laughs> right? Like, when is he shooting movies? Meeting. Or, like, talking to people? Did, did, he had to split family time with snack. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Jimmy. I'm going to have to eat this as, you, uh, as we bond. Yeah, I'm going to have to snack as we talk. Um, and also 7.30 p.m. bedtime. And then his dinner was at 5.30. So you're assuming that he's like going to sleep pretty much right after dinner. So there's like 
really no time to actually do anything other than snack. There are a lot of holes in that little timeline of his. Right? Yeah, but this was a serious post. And what I noticed, this post was everywhere. How many likes? This one got 19,000 likes. And people are like, dude, this is inspirational. <sighs> There's like, I can barely wake up at 8. This man is waking up at 2.30 a.m. <laughs> there was only one post, uh, one comment, okay, that wasn't like, oh, dude, this is really insp inspiring. Like, I got to work harder. There was only one, one uh, comment that was like, you know, going against the grain. And it simply said, American Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I'm I'm saying okay yeah. I'm saying there's no way that this is actually his schedule right like who knows who can know his schedule so well and that it's it's impossible that this is his literal schedule maybe this is like when he's trying to like um get bigger for a movie or something right but what I'm saying is these posts um give the impression that everyone needs to do this yeah, and I think, like you said, it's, I think it's dangerous. You can't take it literally. You got to take things with a grain of salt, a little bit of salt, because um, that's a that's a, would salt qualify as a snack? <laughs> so I'm saying, because this schedule allows for a lot of grains of salt. I mean, he must have literally a fanny pack, a snack pack, just attached to his hip. Yeah, just like busting out the snacks, right? I think there's something to be said about being ultra regimented, right? Like you're a creator, mm -hmm. you're a creative. I think that's cool. Things are coming in as you feel. And you're obviously got the hustle and bustle of touring and recording and you can be regimented in certain ways. But with that being said, I think that, um, I don't know. It's like, I've seen similar things like that for The Rock as well. And I've actually read a book like when I was graduating college of what the most successful people do mm -hmm. uh, in their mornings, right? It was like the Pepsi CEO and like uh, CEO Zappos and all this stuff. And it's all very impressive, right? It's like, wake up at 4.30, do your thing at 5 a.m., exercise, have, you know, kid mm -hmm. time, send them off to school, this, this, this. And then I'm also looking at it, I'm like, but these are like billionaires that are like, you know, may or may not be actively running a company, but like every day it's impossible. You're running a multi-billion dollar yeah uh, conglomerate right you don't you can't just be regimented like that you get a weird text that's like hey something's wrong at 11 p.m your entire night is gone yeah that's just that's just the reality so people shouldn't get all tied up in what this is and and i, I don't know if this is the point you're trying to make but like um you know it, the fact that like bill gates is a billionaire um you know, there are these things like, you know, habits of successful people, right? Like they wake up at like five in the morning or something like that. It's not, that's not important, right? It's not important that Bill Gates woke up at 5 a.m. What's important about Bill Gates is he made Microsoft. <laughs> okay. Right. So, so whenever I'm looking at these like posts or like, you know, books like that, I mean, if it helps you, great. Do whatever you need to like, Get the help you need. You know, I want to see people succeeding. But Bill Gates made a product that people had to use, that people, um, whether or not they liked it, 
needed to use for to get their stuff done, right? That was what made Bill Gates Bill Gates. And not the fact that he woke up at 6 a.m. or, you know, he he worked out at a certain time or he had a snack. You know what I mean? Not just one snack, like several snacks. And like, and but a lot of these like motivation books and a lot of these like motivation talks or posts um, try to make you live like a billionaire instead of uh, focusing on what actually made them a billionaire. Right. And when I, you know, when I was in school, like I, I'm a writer, so I was in a creative writing program and, you know, I, I studied literature. So there were always writers around me, you know, and there are a group of kids that are just pure, real writers. Like they love writing. So they just look, they don't look like writers, you know, they, they, but they are amazing at it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I truly love writing. So we, you know, we would just write because we loved it, but there are always a select group of, you know, certain individuals that adopt all the antics and, um, the whole aura of a writer without the actual substance of being the writer. Right. So the, you know, the stereotypical image of like an artist or like a, like a, genius writer like you know alcoholism like smelling bad like just being you know kind of like nutty um like you know a certain type of like look clothing wise right and just you know having a cigarette all the time right um you know they look like amazing writers they look like they're gonna write the next you know great novel but at the end of the day their writing isn't isn't that good it's not even nowhere nowhere near as good as holes what holes no way yeah they're trying to even do something like that but what i'm saying is um you know that's that that's the that's the danger of these like you know try to mimic the lifestyle of a billionaire because mimicking their lifestyle is not gonna you know it's not gonna do it for you like hemingway is hemingway because he wrote for whom the bell tolls right not because he had that beard and he went like machine gun fishing in in Cuba. <laughs> they like, yeah. you know what I mean? Valid. Yeah. So you can't just buy the most expensive pair of cleats and then just expect to be a good soccer player, right? That is that true? That's yeah. true. I mean, that's, growing up, there are a lot of people that wore just the most expensive gear, mm-hmm. but then you come up against somebody that's like barefoot or whatever, but put in the work and could beat them day in day out, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people that want to put on the image of doing something, but they're not actually putting in the work. Yeah. Hollywood, same thing. A lot of good talkers, but nobody sits down and actually builds it. Like Eddie Nam. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm i in the trenches, right? It seems like I'm doing great. <laughs> You're comparing um, your your line of work to, to war, right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> to actual battle. I'm, <laughs> let's put it this way. All right, people that don't work in entertainment, people that don't work in entertainment, they look at like what I'm doing and I'm goofing off with Tableau or Eric or my younger brother. And or your like, dog. Yeah, my dog. I'm like putting up an Instagram story where I'm lovingly, you know, petting my my son, my, my, my golden retriever. But they're like, does this guy get any work done? Right? But they didn't know that I have been working 23 hours out of the, you know, out of the day. Yeah. What's interesting is that... um you appear to be telling me this 
<laughs> because because you're my manager. Um, it appears that you're also telling me this directly. I am working. I'm not just goofing around. It's almost like I'm demanding a raise without saying. Yeah, it, yeah, that's that's what it feels like right now. Um, that's me saying it out to the universe, to the Tableau podcast. I'm not certain how we got to this topic, but I think I think one of the things that I I, I wanted to say is like from these posts from like a general scan, a big thing seems to be you don't have time to do these things. You got to focus on this if you want to crush it, if you want to win, right? And a lot of it is like, you got to stop watching those stupid, like, you know, TV shows. Stop being on Netflix. Like, stop playing games. Stop, like, basically enjoying life, right? Stop doing, like, hobbies and all this stuff. And I get that, right? Like, both Eddie and I, and I'm sure Diane, everyone in here, we're, like, really hard workers, and I will like skip meals throughout the entire day if I'm working, you know, if I'm focused. But, you know, I still make the time to like have a hobby. I still make the time to like listen to podcasts. Balance. Yeah. And like, you know, watch like an entire season of like um, Stranger Things, for example. Right. And you got to do that. I mean, like, so I'm just hoping that no one is like looking at this and being like, oh, okay. I got to like stop doing this. I got to stop doing this. I got to stop doing this because it doesn't directly mean um, success is going to come. If you're stressed out, like if you're not taking time to like just chill out once in a while, I mean, you will be the craziest. You could be like the most amazing like billionaire, but you would also be the most depressed billionaire. Right. You know, it just doesn't mean anything. Life is a juggling act, right? You got to have a lot of different spinning plates. And there's all about balance. Yes. Balance is key, dude. Life is like a, like a, is it a motorcycle? Like a, no, like a, like a bike with one wheel. Oh, unicycle. Unicycle. Did I say monocycle? Monocycle. A unicycle. Life is like a unicycle. Right. Is balance. That, is that it? Balance, baby. Balance is key. Balance is key. It's like you can't just do one of just you can't just study and then, and then not socialize with people. You can't overindulge in just celery without eating like something delicious every once in a while. You know what? You know what vertigo is? This man right here had vertigo. Okay, he's still trying to work it out. Vertigo is when you're like something in your ears is like unbalanced, right? Yeah. Exactly. There's a, there's an unbalance, but I can't pinpoint exactly what it is. You don't want your soul to have vertigo. That's right. That's right. Balance is key. And that's that's really the lesson that you're trying to get across all the way back to the sandwich. Yes, right? yes. Balance is key. Without the turkey and the sandwich, doesn't mean anything. You know what I just realized, though? Um... Because you keep going on with this, like even after we've made the point, you're like going on and on with this balance thing, right? Because you're doing that, um, we've become the motivational posts that we have been criticizing. Wait, what do you mean? We are pushing this balance thing and like, 
don't let these things get to you and like enjoy yourself just as hard as the posts that we mentioned. Yeah, you're right. We're guilty of the exact same crime. <sighs> yeah, I see what you mean. I've learned a lot today. It wasn't easy. It wasn't. But we got through it. Yeah, it wasn't. We crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> this regimented podcast. Yeah, this podcast is whatever you want it to be, Tableau. But it's thank, all about thank balance. You. Thank you, Eddie. Yeah, that's why it's only once a week. Right. I mean, if this was every day, you know, you would, you know, all podcasters would go nuts. Right? Because that's like your whole life. Right. Uh, you got to have time to do other things. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for uh, joining us today, Eddie. Uh, no problem. So now you're going to go back to LA. I'll go back to LA. Yeah. We're going to miss you. Miss you too, bro. Yeah. But I heard you're, you're going to just like phone in. Yeah, I may need like to phone sit in. sit in like digitally. Yeah. Uh, like, like a true millennial. Like for me right now, it's like you're, you're starting, you're, you're basically like a, uh, you're a caterpie. You know what I'm saying? What? You're a caterpie. That's a Pokemon. It's a Pokemon. Yeah, it's a caterpie. The, the Tableau podcast is a caterpie right now. And I want to say- I don't like you calling me like any P. Okay, like, what? Cat wait, 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 wait. Okay. I don't, I don't get that reference. All right. Okay, like, I don't know what a caterpie is. Okay, okay, okay. And because I don't know what it is, you're gonna take you, offense you to it. You keep saying it. I am gonna. I'm choosing to take offense <laughs> to it. And uh, you're like this. Okay, I got a better one. You're like, you're a baby bird, who's flown into a house in in Manhattan, right? And uh. Oh, and, this is a caterpie. Thank you. And you have so a broken wing. Calling me a caterpie. You have a broken wing. You've you've come into my billion dollar apartment, and you're just this you're this little bird with the with a broken wing. And I go, hey Tableau, let me help you out here. All right. I know you're just getting this Tableau podcast thing going, but it's gonna be something great, and you can be great. Now let me just help you repair that wing by coming in and FaceTiming and giving you that emotional support. And until your until your wing is repaired, then eventually you're gonna get older, you're gonna get stronger, and then eventually you're gonna be like, dude, I don't need this anymore. I'm good. Like I will go on my way. And then that's when I'm gonna be like, hey, dude, you still need me, bro. You still need me. Like, don't you remember the good times? And then you're gonna be like, yeah, dude. But the Tableau Podcast is the number one podcast in the world. Like, I don't need you anymore, dude. Like, I already have, you know, Simu, wow. Simu Lu, look at him, Shang Chi. Yeah, you know, coming in every week. Look at this dude go. Wow. You know that kid that you told us about like in, in your class, third grade? No. Hand up. Teacher's like, hey, what's the question? Okay, ask, ask your question. And she's like, I forgot. I thought that was pretty annoying. <laughs> That's number two now. <laughs> you got the gold medal, baby. Hey, you know what? <laughs> and this is how we wrap it all back in. You know? Yes. Anyways, follow at the follow Tableau at podcast. the Tableau podcast on IG and uh, Twitter. I'm hoping that this podcast uh, can help you sleep, can help you work, can help you get from point A to point B and back to A. Uh, so anything you want me to talk about, anything you want to discuss with me, anything you want me to be aware of, 
um, anything we can do better, uh, let us know by DMing the Tableau podcast or, you know, just tweeting us or when we set up an email, come do that. Go to epikai.com for um, this um, unbelievably beautiful hat and shirt I'm wearing right now. Yeah, I was going to ask where that was. From? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I realized it's Dude, you took part in making it. I know, it looks awesome. This is from the North American tour. Yeah. Yeah. Looks great. I actually wear this like in real life. Because it's really comfortable. Especially the hoodie, dude. Dude, the hoodie? Dude, Dude, we killed it with the hoodie. Yo, I gave the... So I had like five hoodies to give away. I gave Mm. one to my mailman. He's like, awesome. His name's Drake. Um, He actually asked me where I got my hoodie. His name is Drake? Drake. Yeah, it's not actually Drizzy. But it's awesome. But he's just as cool. Yeah. And uh, I gave it to him. And he wears it like every now and then. And and he says on the weekends he wears it. And he says everybody asks where he got it from. Because they think it's like designer. People love that hoodie. It's a really, really good hoodie. Uh, Speaking of like merch, I I think we should just do like a giveaway. Right? They do that on podcasts. All the time. Okay. Uh, Because we don't have any of this merch right now, right? I mean, I can, yeah, I can get it sent anywhere. Well, okay, here's the thing. So some people will be listening from Seoul. And if you're listening from Seoul, we will do a giveaway with our new merch that we're doing at the Seoul concert. Um, it's designed by Mithra. Very nice. Go to our socials and we'll do a, we'll do like a giveaway there. And uh, it'll be signed. Obviously, it'll be signed by Epikai. Um, and if... You're entering from like the States. Maybe we can give away our U.S. merch. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So we'll have that giveaway and we'll try to sign them. And yeah, you guys will love it. Uh, So follow our socials and stay tuned for that. Thank you so much. Hopefully we'll be back around for episode four. If, if, you know, God willing, nothing horrible happens to um, this building. I imagine by the time episode four comes around, like this is already just this podcast exploded. We, you know, I feel like there's a chance that we may be on like the Today Show in the States. Like it may be delayed because it became so big. If this launch, if the first three episodes are like, like just, you know, explosive and we are number one on like all the podcast charts, let's quit while we're ahead. Just leave on a high note. Yeah, leave on a high note. Tableau came, conquered, and left. And just quit. You know, just as it was getting good, he quit. Leave the fans wanting more. Yes. So, see you soon. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.